Hello. Is it me you're looking for? Now where are we going? Because I wonder oh. where you go. I was going for Adele. You went for Lionel. Mm. Shows the age difference, it doesn't does it? does indeed. I'm old. You're ancient. You're not. No. Hi. Oh, hello. I'm back from Jersey. Yay! He's back from Jersey. And can you hear? Can you hear? Listen. Can you hear that? What's that? That cheering. You yeah. can hear it. Jersey. You can hear. It. You no, can. Yeah. It's impressive. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Big question. Mm. I'm good, thank you. Did you miss me? Sorry, you are again. <laughs> Your well, of boss. You, of course, we are. <laughs> Beg your pardon. <laughs> you're fired. Um, yes, we did miss you. Of course we did. Mm, because you're, you're you know, a much-loved member of the team. <laughs> so a much-loved member of the team. Yes. And it's not the same without you. Good. That's why we didn't do a show last week. Uh, we, it was a little podcast. Well, a little extra yeah, there. Yeah. Live from Jersey. Live from Jersey. Live from yeah, Jersey. the magic of radio. Yeah. Um, big hole in the uh, audio podcast this week. It's a Toby-shaped hole again. again. Three three times now. Three podcasts. I know. But he's not even listened to it because he no. said, I've, I've missed two shows. No, you've missed three podcasts. Mm. So when this podcast... So he always says he listens to the podcast. Mm. So he has to now text, uh, message us a one word oh. if he's listening to this. He has to message... What about the word? No, I don't think you can message that <laughs> word. <laughs> okay. Uh, what word can he message? Toby, if you are listening Sausages. to this, message me and uh, Luke the word... Sausages. Sausages. Thank you very much. On Twitter. No, this is your... This Is your. Is he on Twitter? He is. This is your forfeit for... Okay. Um, I want you to put sausages, hashtag Monday movies. Okay. If you don't do that, we know you're not listening and you really are fired. <laughs> yes, you are. Yes. Yes. Should we do a show? You should do a show, yeah. We've got show? lots of reviews. We've got lots of packing. We really don't have time for all this faffing about. And we have some local news as well. And we've got local dun, dun, news. Dun, dun, dun. Dun dun. Here's the show. Dun. Dun. Dun dun dun. Monday Movies on Wickham Sound 106.6 FM. Yes, good evening. Welcome to Monday Movies. Uh, this week we'll have the usual look at the UK box office top ten. Quite a selection of film news to dissect if we have the time. And the reason we may not have the time is that we will be reviewing, deep breath, Hobbs and Shaw... Playmobil the movie, Angry Birds 2, I was going to say The Lion King again, but we may not do that, and Blinded by the Light. Uh, now, Blinded by the Light is based around the songs of Bruce Springsteen, so I thought I would pick the Springsteen song that best fitted fitted my knowledgeable co-hosts here on Monday Movies. So, on the far end, we have Mason, who is tougher than the rest. Hello, hello. In the middle, there is Toby, who, fantastic. who usually dresses like he was born in the USA. Nice. <laughs> and, so, and bringing up the rear, <laughs> someone who likes watching the girls in their summer clothes, whose glory days are definitely behind him, uh, who rarely gets a human touch, and if he goes out clubbing, he always looks best when he's dancing in the dark. It's Mr Luke Davis. Thanks. Do you know how much work goes into these introductions? About five minutes and then yep. Toby comes along and ruins it? Absolutely. Yeah, I thought so. Uh, if you want to get in touch, you can. Uh, we're on Facebook, Wixo Monday Movies. We're on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you'll find us at Wickham Sound. You can email mondaymovies at wickhamsound.org.uk or you can call us or WhatsApp us on 01494 Um, Early, early doors, but question. Tell me what you think about me. Take control, why don't you? Um, you know, Toby's not here. He's not here, no. And he told us 
announced that he's at work, isn't he? Yes, he yes. was. Yeah. Even though he's just said that he's coming back from Centre Park. No, no, that's next week. Oh, he's I getting see. His, he's getting his excuses for next weekend. Oh. Uh, apparently, this time next week he'll be driving back from Centre Parks, but he'll definitely be here. He says. Really? Yeah. Right. Monday movies on Wickham Sound one hundred six point six FM. Okay, should we have a look at the top ten films at the Uck Box Office? Okay, brand new at number ten this week: The Magic Flute. Glyndonbourne 2019 opera. Sorry, that, where, where's that again? Glyndonbourne? Mm, Glyndebourne. That's what I said. Yes, Glyndebourne. Very famous opera house in... Glyndebourne? Somewhere. Yes, <laughs> Glyndebourne. Don't know where it was. Uh, so this is one of the live... Um, it's done well to get in the top ten. It's done very well. What, £132,000? Yeah. But, you know, there's obviously a lot... But, but opera's expensive and Glyndebourne is incredibly expensive. Yeah. And it's uh, not in London. It's not in a city centre. So it's this is a good way of getting people to see it. Near... Hmm... Lewis. Lu- Lewis? Lewis. It's in Eastbourne, apparently. Eastbourne. There yeah. you go. So there you go. So yeah, well done to the Magic Flute. Congratulations. Uh, this week's number nine, Horrible Histories, oh, the movie. Dear, another one. Another one I haven't seen. Uh, so this is the big screen version of the... CBBC. CBBC TV programme, not CBBs, as I called it, uh, uh, based on the story of uh, the Roman Empire and the invasion of Britain. Which apparently is historically accurate, and I didn't realise the Horrible Histories programmes and books are historically accurate. Yeah, because it's like a fun way for kids to learn. Exactly, yes. I, though, have a question. Tell me what you think about me. Um, (laughs) have they... Have they, I thought they'd already done a film. Uh, they did a film about Shakespeare okay. called Bill. Makes sense. Which didn't do very well, but oh. that's because they didn't call it Horrible well, Histories uh, Bill. Okay. So this time they've changed it and they call it Horrible Histories. Actually stars... Um, quite a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, films do. So, no, like uh, quite a lot of people. Uh, yes, but uh, I've forgotten her name now. Good. The girl Good. from Sex in the City, isn't it, who plays the... But Nick Frost is in it. Um, the comedians in it, yeah, that Lee Mack. Lee Max in it, yeah. I can't remember the name of the woman who was in Sex and, Croft. S- Sex and the City. What was her Sarah name? Sarah Jessica Parker. No, not Sarah Jessica. The English girl, Kate Nash. No, the English uh, girl from Sex and the City. Amelia Jones. No, no. Warwick Davis is in it as well. No, no. He's oh, an old okay. woman. Come on, yeah. let's He's just everywhere. Let's just <laughs> let's just work this one out. Her name is. She's very famous. <laughs> we'll just talk among ourselves Yeah, then. no, why I'm you, doing this because this is going it? to annoy me now. Okay. Her name is Sex and the City. Kim Cattrall. Oh. What? And who does she play? In what? In this. In this? In yeah. t- I don't know. Oh, okay. oh, let's go. Oh, <laughs> move on. <from> <laughs> anyway, it's doing quite well. It is. Uh, this week's number eight, Annabelle Comes Home. Which you scoff at every time we talk about it. You're like, oh, <laughs> but it's exactly actually, as for a film in the Conjuring universe, it's very good. It's better than uh, Conjuring 2. It's better than, the, well, everything's better than The Nun, let's be honest. <laughs> <coughs> and it's better than the last Annabelle film. It's a, a good, creepy film about a scary doll based on a true story, but not, if you know what I mean. Yeah. It's, it's strange when all these uh, horror films have based on true events. They're not. No. Because ghosts don't exist and goals. Or do they? No, they don't. And dolls don't get possessed by evil spirits. No. Or do they? No, no. they don't. Hey, Duncan. (laughs) Moving on. Uh, This week's number seven, guess what? It's Secret Cinema. Oh, is it still there? Yeah, they're still there. Casino Royale. 300 and something thousand. Uh, it's doing well. It is doing very well. 350,000 this weekend. We have another month of it to go, I think. It finishes mid-September before they move on to Stranger Things. Where it won't be in the... 
top ten because it's not film related. They're just doing it like immersive. I think, I think you'll find the magic flute isn't very film related if it's shown in a cinema. Well, yeah, it won't be shown in a cinema though because it's no, but not then secret cinema isn't shown in a oh, cinema. Okay. Do you see what I mean, Duncan? Yeah. Moving on. Uh, uh, <laughs> listeners may be able to hear Luke is in control of all the buttons. Am I? Yeah, and you're just yeah. proving that you can do it better than I can. I really am. It's fantastic. Uh, this week's <laughs> number six. Yesterday. Oh, my travels seem so far away. Every week gets worse. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it does. Uh, it's really good. It is. It's really good. I want to see it again. I'm going to watch it when, once it comes on to um, street, a streaming platform of what? some That's description. It's going to be ages away then, is it? Uh, well, no, it'll be, you'll be, it'll be on Sky oh, uh, yeah. Store must in be a few soon. months. Yes. yes. Endgame is September, so it's going to be sometime end of September. Yeah. I mean, ro- is it? Because Rocketman's not on until Rocket- middle of September. Yeah, I know. That's wow. very strange, isn't it? Oh, mm. It will but- be out before Christmas. Oh, yes, it'll be out before Christmas. I really liked it. I thought it was, it was sweet, it was charming, it was funny, it was romantic, it's got some lovely performances in it, um, and the music is really good, despite the fact that I've never been a big Beatles fan. No, but I agree. it did make me... I didn't realise that on an old Amazon Alexa, with your Amazon Prime account, mm. uh, the Beatles albums are all included in your music oh, option. Oh, are they? Yes, yeah. they are, yeah, not, yeah. They're not part of the unlimited section. No. Right? So I actually uh, listened to Abbey Road and Sgt Pepper. Your thoughts? Because I've never listened to Hashtag before. late review. Yeah, very late review. They're, they're, they're good. Surprise, yeah. surprise. They're really <laughs> good. Yeah. yeah, it's funny that. But then, no, I realise there's lots of famous albums that I've never listened to. Yeah. So I listened to uh, Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon. I've never listened to it before. Thoughts? Very good. Surpri- I'm picking all these classic <laughs> albums and it's going, oh. surprisingly, they're very, very good. That, who'd, who'd have known? <laughs> that album that's multi-platinum. Yeah. It's very good, yeah, isn't it? so I'm ploughing through a lot of them. But yeah, the Beatles ones were one. And the reason I did the Beatles ones was because of yesterday. Yeah. Uh, since yesterday, all I've had is Eleanor Rigby stuck in my head. Eleanor Rigby. That's the one. Uh, Pick, picks up the church and throws it over the hill. Something like that. No, yeah. yeah. Uh, this week's number five, brand new this week, it's Angry Birds Movie 2. Right, so Angry Birds Movie 2. I went to see this. Right. What a surprise I what hear you surprise. cry. Yeah. Any guesses what, what I thought of it? You loved it. Do you know that? Do you know that? No, but you like you like okay. the first one. No, I didn't love the first Did one. I not? don't think I saw the first one in the cinema. I think I oh. saw the other one on DVD. So the Angry Birds movie, the first one, was about uh, an island of uh, the Angry Birds and an island of pigs who were at war with each other. Uh, they kind of settled their differences, mm. and the second film picks up. They're on their opposing islands they're still having a bit of a fracas with each other and launching missiles at each other but suddenly these giant uh ice balls filled with lava start hang on ice balls filled with lava yeah okay doesn't work it's a a cartoon um start being what you call it launched at the pig island and they realize that even further away is another island um filled with um eagles Okay. And it's an ice island, and they want to take over the other two islands, the Pig's Island and the Angry Bird's Island, because they're all lovely with beaches and it's sunny. And it turns out the uh, lead... Eagle. The head eagle, who is a woman, has uh, a beef with the eagle that's on Angry Bird's Island. Ah. Okay? Uh, and so the pigs and the Angry Birds have to team up in order to sail across the sea to go to this ice island to defeat the evil eagles. And guess what? What? It's hilarious. Good. It's laugh out loud. I was sitting there. Were you laughing like a drain? I was laughing like a drain on my own. <laughs> and I was laughing out loud. Other people in the cinema, and I couldn't stop. It's, it's, the, the animation is really good yeah. and really clever. It's, for little kids, it's really bright. It's really cheerful. There's some fantastic characters. I've forgotten the name of the character who 
I just love. It's the little yellow one. I can't remember his name. The little triangle. Yes, mm. but he is hilarious. And funnily enough, he's voiced by Josh Gad, who oh, okay. also voices um, Olaf the Snowman oh, in what? Frozen. Chuck? Is it Chuck? Chuck? Yes, yes, Chuck. Absolutely hilarious. And it doesn't pander to having lots of references to pop culture things that you know are going to date yeah. in a year or so's time it's just laugh out loud funny and such good fun i was going to say when you said there's something else on another island i was about to say oh they're just doing that because then i can get it in another game but there's already the eagle in the game already so yes because the eagle yes it turns out the eagle in uh, on the angry birds island has done something to annoy the female eagle on the other island the in the eagle. past yes yeah and i thoroughly enjoy i went in with zero expectations and I absolutely loved it. I thought it was very, very funny. Well, there we go. So if your kids are trying to drag you to see it and you've been putting them off, just go, because you'll, you'll probably love- enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. If Duncan enjoyed it, you probably will. Mm. Let's be honest. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll come later to a film, a similar film, yeah. that I didn't enjoy at all. Oh, dear. Mm. Uh, a film that we did enjoy, though, is this week's number four, Spider-Man, Far Spider-Man. From Home. Yes. <laughs> what did you think of that, Lucas? I rather enjoyed it, Duncanness. <laughs> um, it was a very good closure for Phase Three of the Marvel Cinematic Cinematic Universe. The MCU. That's the one, um, which sort of deals with Endgame. Sorry, I can't. Sorry, can I just? I can't believe the amount of times you talk about Marvel no, on this program, and you couldn't remember what the MCU stood I know, for. No, I could remember what it stood for. Just couldn't say. Okay. Um, You'd uh, be terrible on a speech radio I station. Really would, wouldn't I? Um, but imagine you reading the news. Could you imagine? Ooh, be terrible. That's why I don't. Um, are you? Ruined my train of thought. Um, Don't talk about trains. (laughs) Um, Different show. It's a very good film that closes off Endgame, which obviously was a film before it, and then starts off Phase 4, basically, um, with sort of Spider-Man going back to school. He knows he can do it, even though, spoilers, Iron Man's not there anymore. He's uh, dead. He's, is he dead? He's dead. Oh, spoilers, spoilers. But Iron Man is, in fact, dead. That's... Okay. <laughs> oh, that took you a while to it find did, the I spoiler did, noise, didn't it? <laughs> I didn't know where it was. That's annoying. Um, but, very good film. Tom Holland is brilliant. Uh, MJ and... Zendaya plays Zendaya MJ. and... And if you want to see MJ uh, in a completely different light, tune into Euphoria on, on Sky, Sky Atlantic. Atlantic. <laughs> yeah. Um, but... Tom Holland, Zendaya, and um, Spider-Man's friend, Ned. Oh, I don't know his name. Very, very funny. Very They're Jake all funny. Gyllenhaal, very Jake good. Jake Gyllenhaal's very good. Samuel L. Jackson's very good. Twist at the end. It's very, it's very good. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I just didn't mm. enjoy it quite as much as Homecoming. That's because I think I really like Michael uh, Keaton's baddie. I think the sort of the same thing happened with Homecoming as Force Awakens. Mm. There was a lot of hype. Because it was Marvel's Spider-Man. It wasn't yes. Sony's Spider-Man. So everyone was like, yeah! And then this one was a bit like, yeah. 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 Um, very good. But it's very good. And it is now, as of last weekend, it is now the most successful Spider-Man film in the UK. It has just I'm beaten the box office of Spider-Man 3, which was the previous yeah. best. So, yeah. I'm not surprised Homecoming didn't manage to beat Spider-Man 3, no. So, Interesting. There we go. You tell us what you thought of number three because you've seen this. No, I haven't. This no, week's number haven't. three, Toy Story. Okay. Four. You haven't seen it. Uh, and if Toby's listening, uh, this is the follow up to the last three, which were one, one two, two, and three. three. Uh, it's really good. Everyone was worried. They didn't think they'd be able to repeat the success of the last three films, but they did. Uh, it's probably not up there with Toy Story 3. Ooh. Probably just slightly less, but I mean, that's a 
pretty high bar yeah. to be hitting. Well, I think Toy Story 3 did so well because everyone thought, this is it. Yes, and after this weekend, it is now, I think, the second most profitable film at the box office in wow, the UK, okay. animated film behind Toy Story 3. And it could hit Toy Story 3 because it's not dropping in its box office week on week because the schools are out. So, of course, uh, it's yes. doing rather well. So, yeah, it's up to £57 million, and I think it took another million last weekend as well so it's it's on on course for 60 to 65 million which I bet, is incredible i bet disney are going into their board meetings going we're doing quite well this year aren't we well the thing is if you look at the top 10 now you've got if you take out the magic flute you've got uh where are we it's just three isn't it oh actually there's only it's three. three i thought it was gonna be better than that i was gonna mention it's that earlier three. but yeah oh okay but aladdin's, aladdin's 13 um but i tell you i tell you how how mad the business is yeah. so B- disney are doing better than they've ever done yeah. one billion at the box office uh, only the second time it's ever happened yet it hasn't reached the expectations of the stock market so their share prices have tumbled 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 share prices have tumbled because even though they've made a billion in the first seven months of the year it's not quite what was projected but anyway there we go but toy story 4 is fantastic uh great fun We'll bring a tear to your eye. This week's number two, it's The Lion King. Ah, Arsene Wenger! It's the Good. Arsene Wenger film. <laughs> it is. Um, so uh, it, you, it needs to be reviewed twice. It does. On a, on a technical level, it's a work of art and a work of genius and quite how they managed to make everything look real, goodness only knows. From an artistic point of view, what was the point of it? Um, singing animals don't work particularly when they look so real. Uh, and because the animals can't emote, because animated animals be- can frown yes. and, you know... they've got human features. Give they've a sarcastic, been... sarcastic eye and stuff. Sarcastic, I was going to say. <laughs> sarcastic eye. And they can, you know... They've been personified. They, they, they have... A, anthropomorphized oh, okay, um whereas because these are actually look like real animals mm. a, a lion just looks like a, a happy lion doesn't look any different facially from an unhappy lion. no so it's it's a really odd thing and i don't think they should be doing it we have toby's review though don't we do we it's fantastic that's what he says about everything well, i don't know because i did he said he'd been to see it yeah and I messaged him back saying, what did you think of it? And he only came back to tell me what he thought of Hobson Shaw. So I don't know what no, he thought of. that's just him being Lion rude King. and ignoring you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, go and see it just to marvel at the special effects, which are just out incredible world, yeah. and out of this world. From a story point of view, I would rather watch the original. I would agree with you, and I've not seen it. Okay. Mm. Good. Um, this week's number one, brand new this week. Fast and Furiously present... Fast and what, sorry? <laughs> Fast and Furious possibly present... Not present. Hobbs and Shaw. No, it's not present anymore. So it was Hobbs and, Fu- Hobbs and <laughs> it's Furious. It's not easy, is it? It was Hobbs and Furious presents um, um, Fast and Shaw. But they've changed that now to Shaw and Furious presents Fast and Hobbs. But then just before <laughs> it went into the cinemas, they thought, no, that is too complicated. It is very. So now, when the type BBFC title card yeah. comes up, it is Fast and Furious colon Hobbs and Shaw. Shaw. So now, that's what it's called. Um, I have a... Guess what? Question. Tell me what you think about me. That was a duplicate that was question. A duplicate. Now you have to ask two. <laughs> okay. Um, is that just over here that they've done that? Because no, sometimes... I think, it's, I think it's everywhere. I think it changes. was just two... I think somebody sat down <laughs> in a boardroom and said to them, you do realise Fast and Furious Presents is dumb. I've got an answer for you. Go. Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw, also known as... Hobbs and Shaw, mm. also known as 
Fast and Furious, Hobbs and Shaw. Mm. There's three names. Could you imagine that on the poster? Well, the actual name is on the BBA- yeah. BBFC card, which is Fast and Furious, Hobbs and Shaw. Anyway, so this is a the first spin-off from the Fast and Furious franchise. Now, you've not seen any Fast and Furious. I've have seen you? bits of it, but no. But you haven't seen no, any, no. have you? Mason, have you seen any Fast and Furiouses? I've seen the first one. The and first like one. a few little bits of oh, random no, episodes. doesn't count. Random episodes? <laughs> I mean, uh, films, Film? not episodes. Oh, okay. Uh, so... Fast and Furious started off as a fairly serious, gritty thriller about streetcar racing and um, thieving, basically, right. with okay. um, uh, Vin Diesel and Paul Walker, obviously, before he, you know, he passed away before... Epi- before Seven? Four, no, five or six, I think oh, really? it was. Okay. Yeah. Uh, then it went a little bit wayward. You got Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, and the box office started plummeting. Uh, and then come episode five, they decided... Episode five? Sorry, okay. What do you call it? Number five. Film five. Film five. Okay. Episode? I thought it was Fast Five. It is. I was just thinking how to... Yeah, anyway. before Before they got to number five, yes. they decided they needed to shake it up. So what they decided to do was forget everything that had gone before and turn it into a James Bond-style heist movie with ridiculous stunts and throw in The Rock, which obviously is always a good the thing. The Rock is fantastic. Always yes. throw in The Rock because... There's no such thing as a bad film with The Rock in it, is there? Skyscraper? There is no... Too Fairy? Made me laugh. Skyscraper, great fun. Okay. So, <laughs> carry on. Then they brought in um, Jason Statham to play Deckard Shaw. Now, mm. funnily enough, he was brought in in number either five or six, I can't remember, and he was the baddie. And he was an out-and-out baddie. And he killed Han, one of the main characters. Solo? No, Han. I think Han. <laughs> Is it Han? I think he, was, Han. Uh, he killed Han, which was terrible for the fans of Fast and Furious because he was one of the favourite characters. He was the Asian-American character. He was one of the favourite characters and he killed him. So he was an out-and-out baddie. Come the episode after that, I'm going to keep calling okay, them episodes. Fair enough. Just go with it. After that, they realised that people liked um, Jason Statham as the character Deckard Shaw. Right. But they couldn't bring him back because he was the baddie and he had killed um, Han. So they decided to retcon his entire character. They brought him back as a jokey, wide boy, one of the gang. Right. So now he was one. Now in all the Fast and Furious films since then, he is one of the gang. Even though he killed one of the the family, mm. they've completely forgotten that, and Duncan. that's been completely glossed over. Duncan, yeah. Tell me what you think about me. What? <laughs> Kids, bear with me. Uh, we haven't even got to. Home oh really? So sure. Oh okay. Carry on. So um, the the one thing that people don't particularly like about Fast and Furious films is. Vin Diesel. Oh. Because he's a bit po-faced. Right. And since episode five, where they've all been over the top, everybody in these films seems to realise that they're in a ridiculous film and it's over the top and it's James Bond-style action and all this kind of malarkey. Except Vin Diesel. When you watch the films, you realise, he no, he thinks he's making Gone with the Wind. Right. He thinks he's in <laughs> serious, serious films. So what they've done now is they've... Um, taken the two most popular characters from the last four films can i guess who they are hobbs and shaw yes which is uh, the rock of course and jason statham and they've put them in their own movie so it starts quite nicely split screen jason statham is in london the rock is in las vegas uh los angeles la and it, that's the word la and it shows them going about their daily business and it shows the complete difference between them um the rock drinking beer for his you know for his breakfast or whatever and um deckard shaw jason statham champagne and they go to different clubs and they're complete opposites uh then this um 
poison. What do you call it? What do you call it when a poison you inject into people? <laughs> poison? No. Drug? No. Can't mm. remember. Carry on. We'll get anyway, we'll, we'll remember. Gets stolen. And um, the only person who's got it is, uh, turns out to be Deckard Shaw's uh, sister. Who apparently, the only way, after she rob breaks into this van, because she works for MI6, she breaks into the van where this um, toxin or whatever it's called... Narcotic? No, no, I can't remember anyway. Anyway, um... Poison it's been ca- No, anyway. Mm. And the only way she can apparently keep it out of the villain's hands is to inject it into her own body. Implants? Pa- no. No? Which impo- which... Stop looking for the okay, word. Which improbably gives her a certain amount of time to get it out of her body before she is going to die and it's going to kill half the people in the world. And she's being chased by Idris Elba, who is the baddie in this, whose name, for some reason, is Brixton. Uh, and he it sounds like he comes from Brixton and he's kind of a Terminator. He's got he's got augmented body and he's part machine. And he's chasing her. So Hobbs and Shaw are brought together because apparently... There's no one else who can catch uh, this guy, just them two. So they have to come together and work together in London to try and catch uh, Idris Elba, who is after Deckard Shaw's sister, who has this toxin injected into her body, and they have to get it out of her uh, before um, she explodes. As you plot. Bit mad, isn't it? Do you know what? It's mad on a lot for a lot. Mad doesn't matter. If you watch Fast Five, it's brilliant. There's, okay. a, there's a scene in Fast Five where they break a safe out of a, uh, a bank, a giant safe, attach chains to it, and they drag it. There's a, drag it as a car chase through the streets of um, Brazil. Right. Um, That's mad. And it's mad, but it works. It's fantastic. Nothing in this film works. Um. The two lead characters have to argue with each other all the time. So not just occasionally. Every time they speak, they have to be saying something supposed to be jokey and a little bit sarcastic and having a go at each other. A bit like us. Which works for the first five minutes. Right. After that, you just want them to shut uh, the f- up uh, because right. it really does get on your nerves. But, oh, sorry. They're... <laughs> No one in the film seems to, to care that Idris Elba is basically a machine. Okay. And someone owns technology that can turn people into machines. No one cares about that. They're just after this um, poison that's, that can be injected and kill people. So no one seems to care that there is technology out there that can turn people into indestructible machines. And when I say indestructible, the final scene where he becomes destructible <laughs> is absolutely hilarious. <laughs> okay. So I guess what they do... Do they drop a piano on him? No, I won't oh. tell you because it will spoil it, but yeah. it was laugh-out-loud funny. Also, he's being instructed to do all this by someone, and you hear a distorted voice that he keeps getting calls from telling him what to do. So, obviously, there's someone above him, the Mr Big. Question. Tell me what you think about me. Is it Liam Nielsen? Or then if I go, I will find you. I will f- kill you. A, his name is Neeson, Neeson. not Nielsen. Yeah, him. Uh, no. No, that would be very uh, funny, though, if it was... Anybody would be funny. Okay. But do you know what, who it is? You don't find out. You don't find out. No. They don't tell you. So there's, the uh, rumours on the internet are that it's Han, and he's not actually dead, and this is his revenge. But, or it's Charlize Theron from the last film, but you don't find out. And there's um, two end credit sequences as well, because they go... Of course there is. Which tell you nothing. They're just, oh. they're just two jokes, which... Uh, are no better than the jokes in the actual film itself. So it, it's big budget. It's some of the aspect, effects are pretty poor. It ends up in Samoa, in um, the Rock's hometown, with his mother and his kids, uh, uh, his brothers, who are trying to defend them. And it, I, I kid you not, it ends up with the Rock on the back of a jeep <laughs> pulling a helicopter around a cliff. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. I th- I thought it was terrible, and it's got the Rock in it. Okay. 
first of all, mm. there's a there's your headline. I know. Uh, secondly, yeah. Angry Birds out of ten because we didn't do that. Eight. This out of ten. Four. Wow. Because it's so disappointing, and because no one seems to have sat down and said, none of this makes sense, <laughs> it's got to have some kind of internal logic, and it doesn't seem to have any internal logic, or external logic, or logic full stop. It just seems to plough ahead. It, the filmmakers think that The Rock and Jason Statham arguing is enough right. and that's all you need you don't need the plot and other people pop up I'm a te- there's guest stars oh, okay. if you will who pop up in cameos the funniest of which and I'll tell you because it's not a spoiler because it happens right at the start is Ryan, sure? is Ryan Reynolds oh okay is he playing Deadpool uh, kind of he's oh. playing a live actor he's um, The Rock's equivalent in um, the CIA okay and they have a a scene which was obviously filmed at a completely different time to everything else I think it was filmed after the film was finished and the scene was inserted and that is really funny that's that but that is them trading insults for five minutes and again that's fine Mm. and then they stop it so that's good but with the Jason Statham you get five minutes and you think that's fine two hours in and this is two hours and 15 minutes long as well you just don't want to hear anymore shall we see if people agree with you why have you got a review? I've got Rotten Tomatoes. Um, oh, I thought you meant you got a real person. No. Uh, Rotten Tomato. Do mm. you think the critics liked the film? No, it's not. A, it's not a film for critics. Let's be honest. It's a film for Fast and Furious fans. Are uh, they have got sixty six percent? Well, they're all mad. <laughs> okay, and the audience eighty nine. Yeah, you see, mm. but. <sighs> I'm sure when it comes to DVD or on streaming, Saturday night, a four-pack yeah. of beers and a curry, it's absolutely fine. Virus. Is that what you're A virus. Thinking? Virus. Thank you. Oh. That was the word. Thank you. Oh, my you. God, my brain can't cope. Charlotte O'Sutherland. Who's Charlotte, Charlotte O'Sutherland? That's, she did a review oh. on Ron Smart and said virus. Oh, OK. Cool. There we go. Right. So not great. No, no honestly, it's so disappointing. But it does, it's a good thing, though. Why? Because it does mean when you ever go, The Rock is great, he's I great know, in every film, I know. we can now point you at this. And he really isn't great in this. Uh, I'm, th- that's to do with the script, obviously, but... Do you, do you not just think you just had enough of The Rock? No, you can no. never have enough Rock. Oh, OK. Oh. Fair enough. No, 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 no. no. This... Is Wickham Sound. And coming up after the news at 8 o'clock, Colin Besley will be here. Hey! And he's here now. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. B, how are you? I'm very well, so yourself. Uh, well, enjoyed I'm your John Glenn special last week. It was, it was very good, wasn't it? He said himself, uh, I think he said one of the best interviews he's ever had. I think he did. Mm, I'm mm. not sure he's been interviewed before. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, and very good show this morning, by the way. Thank you very much. Yeah, Thank you for your watching. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Sorry, what Serious that? matter to oh, talk yeah. about mm. uh, whiteboard. Hashtag yeah. whiteboard gate. Yes. Orcs, as the youngsters say. Do you know, and do you know why? Do so, for, for people who no, don't know... No, nobody knows why. There is a whiteboard that we put certain information on, and before you went on holiday, mm. I updated it and wrote everything out in nice looked blue and red. Nice, it looked very nice, Duncan. I came in today, looked like some small child on Haribo had been <laughs> at the board. Now, and I have a question about this. Do you? Because you said you came in today and noticed it. Now, you were here both Saturday and Sunday. Yes. Colin, when did you update the whiteboard? Oh, last month. Must have been last week. Yeah, well, I didn't look at it. Oh, okay, fair enough. Um, I'm busy doing a show. Oh, okay. I've got more important things. Mm. But it, it made me think, you see, back in the old days, you knew what people you, you associated with, what their writing was like, because you'd see them write all the mm. time, wouldn't you? Or they'd written something down. These days, people don't write much. No. So you don't practice. See. Yeah, so they don't I see. Do. But then... I write. There, Mason does. But then it's good, though, for situations like this, because then you don't know who did it. No, that's true. Yeah. Although I guessed it was Colin. Did you? Yeah. Could you tell? Yeah, it had that. 
Besley look to it. Besley. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Colin, that's enough, enough of this fun. Uh, what's coming up? <laughs> What's the so, so what was the issue? Just that the writing was very neat. That you it's upset just terrible. Yeah, you upset my board. Oh, apologies. I couldn't find the blue pen. That was the main problem. Monday movies on Wickham Sound one hundred six point six FM. So we talk about Blinded by the Light. Come on, then. This is a new film. It came out on Friday. It is from director Gurinder Chadra, who made Bend It Like Beckham. Ah. Oh. And she also did the TV series on ITV a few Sundays ago, Beecham House, uh, about the um, mansion in India. Uh, so this is uh, set in 1987 in Luton, of all places, uh, during the Thatcher years. Yes. Uh, and a Asian family living on an estate in Luton, uh, he, and the teenager of the family is having is having trouble because his dad wants him to be a lawyer or a doctor or something like that. He wants to do something more artistic, and he can't find his voice. Um, and then his friend gives him um, two cassettes of Bruce Springsteen music, Born in the USA, and I forget what the other one was, but he gives him two, and he says, "What what does this mean to me? What what can Bruce Springsteen tell me about life in Luton? I you know." I don't get it. And then one night, he's having a bad time at home. Uh, he puts the cassettes on and he listens to the lyrics and he realises Bruce Springsteen isn't talking about life in America ne- necessarily. He's no. talking about struggling to get out from where you are to get to where you want to be. And so he takes his uh, life into his hands and sets out to get what he wants. And? So it's a feel-good film. Yeah. Now, a, I liked it because it's set in the 1980s and that's the, you know, that was my so, era. Yeah. So it's got a lot of really good 80s music and a lot of really bad 80s fashion. Um, <laughs> and then it's also set in Luton where I grew up, basically. Yeah. I mean, I lived in Dunstable, so Luton was our old stomping ground. Did you live so. in the zoo? <laughs> no, no, nowhere near the no, zoo, okay. no. So, yeah, so I lived in Dunstable and out in Luton in the 80s, that's where I used to go out drinking and clubbing all the time. So that was nice. Or, or that back uh, the Bruce Springsteen music I wasn't expecting to like because I didn't think I liked Bruce Springsteen music but you listen to the lyrics guess what, <laughs> guess what? you, you listen it. to the lyrics it's really good yeah. and it isn't about America necessarily no. it's, it is about being working class and trying to leave your background behind and get out there and make something of your life um so what we've learned from all these films are is that you need to listen to music because all i of need them to listen like yes i need to listen to a lot more music um where it fell fall short Hi. is it's it's a little bit twee it's a little bit bbc2 on a sunday night uh some of the acting is pretty ropey some of these the people who are in it there's no big name rob bryden has a small role in it but most of the people in it haven't been in anything or they haven't been in anything much and that kind of um shows a lot of the time a lot of the acting is slightly amateurish and then they do these strange so you know the musical numbers in rocket man i do which work really well so the opening one uh, saturday night's all right for fighting which starts in the pub goes out past the fun fair comes back and ends up in the pub it's a very well crafted very well put together musical number it's very smooth it's very smooth and it and and because it looks like a musical number, it's not supposed to look like real life. No. It's supposed to be a fantastical musical number. This tries to do something similar, but it wants it to look natural. Right. So they will sing a song, and they'll be running across the motorway bridge, and then the next thing they're in the middle of Luton singing the next bit. And they're obviously doing it while normal life is going ahead, because you can see people just watching them going, what the heck? And it just feels very disjointed and very slightly embarrassing. <laughs> so the musical numbers don't work particularly oh. well when they do that. So it's a shame because it's got a likable lead um, and the, the, the era sold it to me, but 
on the whole, it was a bit of a disappointment. And especially, I suppose, coming after Bohemian Rhapsody yesterday and Rocket Man were on a roll with, you know, musical yeah. films. And it just didn't work for me. Out of ten? But it's based on a true story. The guy lived in Luton. Oh, okay. uh, he was obsessed with Bruce Springsteen. He went on to become a writer for The Guardian. And he has now seen Bruce Springsteen live 150 times. Wow. And he's met him. And they had the premiere of the film, the American premiere of the film, in, his, in Bruce Springsteen's hometown. And Bruce Springsteen attended. So That's yeah. very cool. So, yeah. It's a shame. Out of ten? Six. Ooh. It'd probably be lower, but I just feel like it deserves it. Because it tries so hard but it's just not particularly good. Sorry. That's all right. No, right. You can have opinions. Oh, can I? <laughs> yes, you can. Good. Uh, shall we finish? We've got a little bit of film oh, news, but we've just got one more film review. Question? Yeah. Tell me what you think about me. What's next in the world of sort of music sort of stories? So, Rocket Man. I don't know. Thanks okay. for bringing that up. Uh, yeah, we've only got a few minutes left. So very quickly, let's talk about uh, Playmobil the oh, movie. Yeah, now, I don't know what Playmobil is. It's like Lego, but for even younger people. Right, OK. So it's like Lego for like, younger people. The people who make P Lego, uh, Playmobil have obviously watched the Lego movie and the Lego movie too and, got, yes, and they've gone, yes, Mason, <laughs> what should we do? I saw bits of the film and it looks nothing like the Playmobil toys. Because oh, okay. I used to have like a Noah's Ark thing. Oh. And oh, it yeah, looks well. they look nothing like the actual figures. Oh, okay. Well, it's I've horrible. never seen a Playmobil thing, so I don't know what they're supposed to look like. Uh, but this is about... This starts out as live action. Um, oh. A girl and her brother... Um, the mother gets killed in a car accident. Oh, hang on, is this a children's <laughs> yes, film? Yes, it is. The boy runs away, he ends up at a toy convention where there's this giant Playmobil display. The girl goes in to find him, this light goes off, and suddenly they're sucked in and they become characters in the game. Now, the makers of the film have obviously seen the Lego movie and the Lego movie 2 and thought, easy money, we can do that. But they kind of have done it without... As far as I know, Playmobil don't have a Star Wars set and a no. Pirates of the Gambit. So they've got all these different sets so one set in the wild west a bit of it set in viking times Which they do have those yeah and none of it meshes none of it gels the script is painfully unfunny daniel radcliffe is the big name who plays a james bond style character without a funny line to be had and he's so wooden i mean he's not the greatest actor anyway but he's so wooden in this and the animation the lego movies when you watch them you almost the first time you watch the first movie you'd almost think you're looking at lego yeah that had been stop-motion animated, because it looked like Lego, didn't it? And it was all official Lego pieces as well. Yes, whereas this doesn't look anything like it's a real toy. Right. It just looks like uh, a relatively cheap kid's uh, animated TV series. Oh, that well, I think worked. it is anyway, though. I think... Is it? Yeah. Well, there you go. It because doesn't... if you look at the... The Lego sort of TV series they do, so like they do like Lego Marvel and mm. Lego Batman stuff, that is probably how this film looks, very cheap. Okay. Well, it didn't work, and I thought it was very boring. And tellingly, I went to see it on a rainy Sunday morning at uh, one o'clock, oh. and I was the only person in there. Oh, dear. There was not one child in the cinema, so that's quite telling, so it's not going to do very well. And yes, Playmobil do have a TV programme. There you go. Just so that's, if you're bonded, That is Playmobil, the movie. I wouldn't recommend it, especially as you can go to the cinema now and you can go and see Toy Story, you can go and see The Lion King. Lego movie is uh, out. You, Lego movie, you can get it on DVD, so yeah, there's plenty of stuff to see without uh, going to see that. There we go. There that's we go. all new. Lots of films. Lots of films. Lots and lots of films. A uh, little bit of film news. Do you like a little bit of film Which news? Which we have. We 
would you like to talk about local stuff or not local well, stuff? No, you've got a local news story. I Let's do that. I have. So, so you know why I don't like sitting on this side? You can't. See I the can't time. see the clock. I don't know. see because that clock's wrong. Uh, it is only just slightly. Um, but this was in the Bucks Free Press a couple of hours ago, uh, and that is the news that the Enem- uh, Empire Cinema up in Cressex uh, could be extended if plans are approved. Thoughts on this subject so you could say if you wanted to <laughs> they're increasing their empire the empire strikes back <laughs> that was very good thank you very much yes. uh no that's good i think that's good news because i tell you what well it's not good for me because i empire don't do a uh, a card yeah you know, i've got a city world card because yeah, empire is much nicer because it's free parking and the seats are nicer and the screens are better yes now so but the thing about this mm. is if they're gonna have an extension because how many screens have Empire got at the minute? I think they've, uh, eight or nine. Eight or nine. And Cineworld have got... Twelve. Twelve. So they're probably either going to go to the same with that or a couple more. Yes. But they might use some of that land as parking, because they're going to have to increase the parking there. Well, you would hope they'd use some yeah. of it to build an IMAX. That is also very true. Because we true. do not have an IMAX, no. and it would be nice to have one of those. Um, I, it opened 1987. Yes, I know, loads of people, and it was, uh, its anniversary was recent because there was a BBC News report that a lot of people put on Facebook. Uh, They did about a ten-minute piece because it was the big new thing. It was the first multiplex cinema in the country or something, and it was the the latest thing. Um, So not only will it get an extension, but it will also get a well-deserved update as well. Good. So but it is a nice cinema. It's it is just, a nice cinema. The, you know, it's just difficult to walk to. You can, get, you can get a bus. Yeah, I, I, you know. Do you know what one of those is? I don't do buses. No. Uh, so very quickly, just two little things. Um, once Upon a Time in America, uh, sorry, no, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood uh, has just crossed 100,000, 100 million pounds. Uh, oh, God. Let's start, start again. again. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood has just crossed a $100 million box office in America. It's only the second original film to do so this year the other one was us which was jordan peele's follow-up to get out every other film that has crossed that uh, box office threshold has either been a sequel or a spin-off or released by disney and it's that's very depressing it for is. original cinema yeah. so you know that is good news and other other news uh, with a bit of politics universal studios have cancelled the release of their film the hunt after president trump's criticism about he didn't specifically mention that film but this is a film about a company Company that offers people the chance to go and hunt Trump supporters in the wilderness. Uh, it's from the makers of Get Out. Uh, sure. It's from Blumhouse Films. So oh, okay. and the Purge, and it's a very similar thing. It sounds to the very Purge. Purgy, I say. Uh, yeah, and it sounds good, and the trailer's very good. But they've um, because obviously all the gun trouble in America. Yeah. You don't want to ban guns. That would that because that wouldn't that would be solve silly. anything. No. Ban films yeah, and video that'll, games. That'll, that will sort the fix. problem out. Yes. Look at us. Being... There we go. Political satire, everybody. <laughs> Thank you very much. Well done, us. Uh, that's it for this week. Oh, goodbye. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, we'll be back next week. Very exciting next week. Tell me more. Very, very. It's exciting, isn't it? Next week, yes, Mason. It is. It's very. It's Mason's very... excited. I'm excited. Why? Do you know why we're? Why? Quentin Tarantino's second to last film, I think, is coming out. Comes out on Wednesday. Once upon a time in dot 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 dot. Hollywood. Okay. Don't forget the dot 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 sign. Brad that Pitt. Very important. Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio, and Margot Robbie, and Kurt Russell and Al Pacino. Fantastic cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. 
So then, we're going to be reviewing that next week. That's all very, very, very good. exciting. And, and of course, yes. if you haven't, uh, if you want to listen again to this show with extras, then you can head to your normal podcast supplier if it's iTunes, Spotify, or Google Podcasts and download the official podcast. You can, or you can listen again via the website, wickensound.org.uk. Mason, thank you very much. Thank you. Luke, thank you. Thanking you. Uh, we'll be back same time next week for Monday Movies. It was a good show, wasn't it? It was. It seems to be better without Toby. It does, yeah. I don't yeah. know why. I thought the production this week was very spot on, except for one time. God, yeah. Man, Mason is good. <laughs> he is good, isn't I'll he? I'll give him that. He Mason is good. is good. So, some surprises there. I liked Angry Birds. I didn't like a rock film. Shock. That's the big headline, That's really. That's the big it, headline from this week's show. Sorry yeah. about the extended rant on Hobson Shaw. I did <laughs> go on a bit. It's because the rock is your boyfriend, I basically. Did, I know, and he's disappointed me. Mm. He's let me down badly. That's not good. Uh, Playmobil's not a shock that you didn't like that. I mean, Sorry? Playmobil, that's not a shock. No, well, it kind of is because I thought it was going to be like the Lego movie. Did you really? Yes, I really did. Because I went into the. I remember going into the Lego movie thinking, what on earth is the point of I, this? I don't think any toy or game film will beat the Lego movie. Okay. Well, we'll see. Has there actually ever been any good game movie? Jumanji, I suppose. But that's not a real game. Not a real game, no. I'm sure no. there was one that came out recently, and we were like, oh, actually, that's, this uh, is the first well, game. Well, anyway, The Rock can redeem himself in November when Jumanji 2 comes that out. That does look very good. Thank you very yes. much. But it's a sequel. Curse the sequel. Yes, curse the sequel. That's yeah. true. Anyway, there we go. But next week, very exciting. Once why? upon a time in dot, 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 Hollywood. Right. That's why. Will Toby be here? I hope so. Mm. When do you think Toby's... I was about to say, keep an eye on Twitter on hashtag Monday Movies, mm. because then... Well, it depends when this podcast goes up. It always goes up on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. <laughs> so specific. I like, I like that fact that it's so specific. I know when it's going to be there. Yeah. It's not my fault. I, I Whose have, fault is it? Liam. I have every all complaints. Liam at wickhamsound.org.uk. Okay. I have the show ready for at least Tuesday or Wednesday. Okay, good. Liam, get your finger out. Yeah. Get off your ass. Yeah. Um, how should we end the show? Um, let's end it... With a song. With a, I was going to say a song. I'm trying oh. to think of a song with a Toby in it, but I can't think of no, one. No, because Toby's unimportant. We could end it with um, some Shakespeare related to him. Go on then. Toby or not Toby? It's like he's here because that was a terrible outro. That is the question. That is it's a good one. That was good. Thank you. Goodbye. So, so I think you should do that, that again. Do that again. Toby oh. or not Toby? That should be a, that's our theme. That's our catchphrase for the show. Because is he going to be, be here? Really? Toby or not Toby? You're missing the last bit. Okay. Toby or not Toby? That is the question. Tell me what you think about me. Should we go? Yes, I think we should. Okay. We're losing the world to live. You got anywhere to go now? No. You, no? No. You got, you're, not, you're not heading off anywhere? No, 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 no. Are we still recording? Yeah. Oh, good. So not going anywhere? No. So we could do another 10 minutes? No, no, no I've got to go. Where are you going? Dinner's ready. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's all right to rush when you want to rush, isn't it? Yep. Goodbye. Bye. You've been listening to a podcast from Wickham Sound. To find out more, head to wickhamsound.org.uk.